Hey y'all, welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all the ins and outs of the challenges and opportunities HR, people managers, and all people face at work every day. I am Chaz Fields, and I'm here with my co-host, Julie Devlin. Julie? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Chaz. Episode two, going to uncover a little bit of things. We uh, made it to episode two. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we did something right. right Julie? I know. Yeah, um, I consider it a win. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to dive into what we've learned about remote work. But before we do, Julie, we got two things we got to cover. Number one, what made you smile today? Oh, man. Besides being here with you, Chaz, I think the other thing that made me smile today was that I, the Phillies won. So I was, I was uh, last night, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. You are, you're so happy about that. You know how big of a Phillies fan I am, and usually they break my heart, but yeah, um, they did win. Yeah, that's great. Um, so How about me, you? Yeah, so for me, um, I was having some issues with uh, one of my wireless headsets. Um, you know, hashtag not telling people what brand it is, but I was having some issues, sent it off, and they came back in, and they work flawlessly now. So I'm really excited. And and just so you know, Julie, I use them every morning. I always wake up super early, you know, work out, stuff like that. But as I'm going through the house, I always have them in um, so I don't wake up my wife who, you know, doesn't want to hear all of the the rap music or whatever I'm watching that day. So she's <laughs> able to sleep in a little bit. So um, you're such a good, you know, teacher, uh, uh, you, know I, you know, I'm trying let her let her sleep. Right. So. <laughs> Um, but that's what made us smile. So cool. Hey, so let's do this. Uh, the business stat of the day. Julie, do you want to share that with us? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. So yeah, our business out of the day, what we start off our podcast with uh, most of the time or every time actually. So here's what it is, Chaz. 75% of people who work remotely, they say they do so because there are fewer distractions. Hmm. That's according, that's according to the Boston Consulting Group. So they surveyed about 12,000 professionals um, who were employed before and during uh, the, the pandemic in, in several different countries like Germany, India, U.S., and lots of different roles that they uh, surveyed. And basically they, what they did was they explored their attitudes towards flexibility and productivity and well-being and whatnot. So 75% of people work remotely because there are fewer distractions. Would you agree? Man, Yes. Um, but let's be real. I have to think about where I come from, right. And, and my work. So if let's, let's take a look back at, at Chaz's career where he was an office guy, um, you know, and I look at it and I always admired, right. I think people often admire this idea of working from home, Julie. Um, and then they do it. In fact, I have a really close friend of mine at the last office I worked with, he realized even now he realizes I, I'm an office person. He, he needs to be in the office every day. Me, um, especially in this job and the, and the creativity and the space that it requires for us to actually do our job aside from the podcast, 100% fewer distractions. I can shut my office, you know, put my messages on do not disturb, leave my phone in the other room um, and knock it out. Right. And, and I think that's really important. On the other side of that, too, is uh, I also am very productive when I'm not working at home, too, right? So you you take out that hour or two hours of commute, whatever that looks like, and then you can apply it at home. So what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I have a little bit of a personal remote work story as well. So 
prior to taking this job, I worked in an office for 17 years. Right. Um, I had no idea if I would like working from home. I, I really didn't. Um, I had no idea what working from home really meant. I think one of the things that I was most concerned about was, am I going to feel like I'm at work? And uh, <laughs> the, the answer to that is yes, I certainly do feel like I'm at work. Uh-huh. Um, the pandemic has has certainly changed a lot of things. You know, obviously, Chaz, we haven't been traveling uh, right. in our jobs. We do a lot of traveling, and you know, sort of being from home, uh, working from home, being at home as as long as we have, it's blurred the lines. But I'll say between work and home life. But what I will say is that I have 100 percent been more productive working from home than I ever was in an office. And the reason being, when I was in an office, so my office was near the copier machine. And that was like, just, (laughs) yeah, the kiss of death. So people would walk past my office and be like, hey, Julie, you know, I'm I'm talking like two, three, four times an hour, you know, um, and who knows if somebody's in there and you're disciplining them or letting whatever it is, right? Or if I'm in the middle of, yeah. So, you know, we talk about this concept of deep work and I was never really able to have a a long period of time where I had deep work. (laughs) Um, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like here I, I have here being at home, I have had that opportunity to really, really focus more. Um, Now, I think, though, what's interesting, though, is I am fully aware and I've learned so much throughout this pandemic from other people that that is not the case for everyone. And I'm sure we'll talk about that as we move forward. Yeah, that's it's so great, Jules. It's it's really important that we recognize, too, like there's mental health components of that where, you know, working from home and, and the statistic that we saw about women leaving the workforce as COVID had hit you know, wiping out decade or two of progress for women in the workplace, right? Because they felt as though it was their job to, you know, go work at home. And then of course there's the, there's an adverse effect, right? For women mm-hmm. uh, that that they can't experience the satisfaction or or they feel as though they can't experience the satisfaction of going to work because of whatever duties are at home. So, um, he, you know, here's the deal. I love working from home and, but they, Julie, it's not for everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's just not for everybody. So no, absolutely. I, I talked to my dad who was a traveling salesman his whole life and you know, I, he, he, he worked on the road and I try to explain to him, dad, that sort of is like working from home. And, right. you know, he, he can't, he can't really understand the concept just because that's not what he lived. And mm-hmm. I think when we talk about generational considerations in the workplace, which I know we will explore on future, future episodes, sure. um, I, you know, I think that sometimes there's this thought of if you're working from home, you're not really working well. <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would tell our people to go listen to episode one. Cause we, we yeah. debunk that real quick. So, Absolutely. all right. So here's, here's the deal, Julie. Um, let's go into our topic. It's a great, it's a great topic for today. Um, what we've learned about remote work. So we're going to share some experiences that we've had, but also from um, people we've talked with. Um, Julie, what are your initial thoughts when it comes to what you have learned um, mm-hmm. beyond the example you've already given about remote work? Yeah, um, I, I think there's a bottom line here, Chaz. And you know, you and I have talked about this with, with, uh, with other people before, but the bottom line is remote work works. And there's so many organizations that really never thought that remote work would replace the traditional office. And what they've learned is that they've learned quickly, too, that workers can be productive and stay connected virtually. Mm -hmm. And, 
it might look different in terms of work and the way that work is carried out, but work is still getting done. And yep. in some cases, in like in my case, I think work is getting done more efficiently than it ever has before. Would you agree? Yeah, it's so funny because you mentioned the the personal story earlier. I remember in your interview process, I was <laughs> the one, right? Yeah, yeah, this is tough to recall. I looked at you and I said, do you think you'll be able to work from home since you've been in an office for 17 years, mm-hmm. right? And, and and I remember your response and, and, and it was so competitive. It was so what did I say? What did uh, I say? You, you, you had told me, you said, well, you know, it's my job and I love a good challenge. And I was like, well, okay. Like if, if you want to make work a challenge and, and say, man, I'm going to be the best remote worker there is, you know? So I remember actually leaving and, and, and telling our executive director, Chris Mullen, who I said, Hey, you need to hire her. I was like, if she's going to be competitive about this, she's going to be great. So aside from many of your other qualities, Jules, but. And the rest is history. Yeah. And here, and we, here are. we are hosting a podcast. So you know, but go, going back to what we were talking about with remote work, despite the challenges, the remote work experiment um, uh, it's over a year now, right? Mm-hmm. It's over a year um, was really reserved for something in the distant future, right? You had companies talking about hybrid work and hybrid work was this vast knowledgeable concept that we needed a ton of research before we made a decision, right? Um, but what we've learned, especially over the last year is it's here to stay. Um, and really the more important piece, you listeners as an organization, uh, your employees, based on the work that, that Julie and I do as consultants outside of this, we're here to tell you that the flexibility in the workplace is going to be a must have more so even a demand. hundred percent. I agree. In some cases, I think it's a deal breaker for new hires if you don't yeah. have it. And, you know, those those companies that don't embrace this new sort of way of working, I I hate to simplify it to that point, but they're going to fall behind. And I have a friend, Chaz, who works in the, the news industry, and he's been working from home now for a year and a half. And his commute was 45 minutes each way. And he had to take a metro and he is being asked to go back to the office in a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. he texted me and he was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't feel like I need to do this. And, you know, we had a discussion. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? I think that there's so many employees who are dealing with this dilemma at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, their their lives and the amount of time they've gotten back in their lives has been really astronomical in terms of productivity, in terms of their quality of life. So mm-hmm. You know, we, we've learned that, you know, it's worked for some employees and um, they've been doing it for so long now that so many folks are, are just sort of stuck in a routine or maybe happy with their new routine. It's working for them. So I, I don't know. I think that there's going to be a lot of folks who are having to think about their current job and whether or not they're going to leave for something more flexible. Yeah, it's, it's funny. We're going to cover that on a future episode when it comes to the the great resignation, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I, you know, my friends call me 
and we're already starting to have discussions on for for them to say how do, how do I how do I get out of this or how do I how do I do something different or and I was like look y'all like y- you have to negotiate right so now we're seeing an uptick just in my personal experience with friends um, an uptick in employees wanting to negotiate those hybrid work policies so so for those of you listening in HR get in front of it now right? And say, here are the three structures or two structures or one option, two op, whatever it is, get in front of it now. So you can say, hey, look, you know, we're going to offer a hybrid three days a week, two days at home, two three days at home, two days in the office, whatever that looks like, um, because uh, employees are going to negotiate it. How bad do you want me to stay as a good employee? So it, it does bring a lot of different considerations, Julie, for companies to to even think about the level of communication now to, to get the job done. So how businesses do that, it becomes so different for mm-hmm. it varying. It vary, it varies um, for so many people. And, and we got to highlight some of those things, even in the simple parts of business, like that level of communication, um, which, you know, it bears repeating communication continues to be one of, if not the most important thing ever. Yeah, that's a very profound statement, Chad. Um, <laughs> communication. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Chad cool. and I are here to tell you something completely new. Communication yeah. is more important than ever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Uh, so, <laughs> <My job. laughs> yeah. yeah. What, 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 what HR person really hasn't heard the importance of communication at work? And, and we're not here to, to, to tell you that you haven't heard that, right? But it's one of those buzzwords that we really can't get away from, I think, this yeah. communication thing. Yeah, we, we can't get away from it. And it really is everything paired with trust, right? So now we have to take a step back and look at those proper channels and and what messages do we believe imp- are important to communicate to our employees, but more importantly, what do the employees think are, are the important messages that they need to receive, right? Uh, we see so often, Julie, that from sitting around the executive tables, it's like, well, we need to communicate this. And you and I often pose the question, well, how is that how is that going to impact the employee? Like what's their action? What what is the date that that's going to be communicated? When are they supposed to take action after you communicate it after that date? Right. So we go through these communication plans and it's just like, oh, okay, well, it'll work itself out. And it's like, no, it's it's one way communication. It's it's not good enough or you know, you may have a communication system that's really antiquated and in the ideal or face of a crisis, you know, you're, you're not necessarily driving the employees or more importantly, driving the business forward. Yeah, I totally agree. I remember Chaz, you and I were actually consulting with a company and we were talking to them about their communications and, yeah. and they said, <laughs> and I said, so how are you getting these messages out to employees? They said, Oh, well, we're using email, but I'm not sure if we have everyone's email updated. <sighs> it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, okay. So I said to them, I'm like, well, how do you know that they're getting the messages? And the answer there was, they really don't. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different things I think that, that were, that were issues there, but um, the, the point is you need to make sure that with remote workers, communication is consistent. The cadence is right, and yeah. that there's a that important messages are over communicated. Yeah, there's a tech piece to that too, right, Julie? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's email is great. 
Email is great. Julie, you and I both use email every day and you know, you know, I operate and live, eat and breathe out of my Outlook calendar, right? <laughs> yes. Um, you as a, you know, you're a little bit different. In fact, you and I have several text messages and team strings that, that we have going on. And that's kind of how you manage your day to day. When, when it broadens from the broad perspective, right? Employees want their message in the way that, or, or communicated to in the way that they want, right? So we know that Gen Z on average uses five devices a day where you were not that way. And mm-hmm. I am like in the three to four range, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so now as these individuals are coming up through the workplace, tech is critical, Right. So how do we disperse messaging in, in to five different devices or one device that we know is, is being used? Right. Yeah, tech absolutely is critical. That actually brings us to our next uh, our next point here that we want to make. And that's the right technology makes all the difference when it comes to remote work. Another profound statement. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. But, you know, I, yeah. Thank you. But, you know, I think about my win for the day. So I think about what what is what if this pandemic I, sometimes I sit and I'm like, hmm, I ponder what if this pandemic had occurred 20 years ago when video technology wasn't nearly as advanced as it is now? Mm-hmm. What if this occurred when uh, a worker's only option was to be on site since there was no internet or ability to work utilizing collaboration software or teams or or Slack, whatever. Um, You know, to me, it's like, it blows my mind. It's almost unimaginable to think what might've been. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to say the one thing, if I could take an optimistic look, I've been more grateful for technology than ever during this time. Would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy because, you know, again, I I've, I mentioned this on the last episode. I'm a proud millennial. So I've seen the the evolution of, you know, the the phone that my dad used to carry in a, a briefcase in our, our large van, our Astro van that we, you know, had the 13 inch TV, right? That's awesome. Um, to, to now being able to purchase things with the click of a button, right? And, and with that evolvement also creates expectation and demand when people come to work. Right. So, so, so tech is, tech is really, really crucial in this piece. And, and more importantly, when we pair foundation of, of communication, it's also assessing it's HR's job to assess, Hey, what is the best way for you to receive communication from the company? So we make sure that you are in the know. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think knowing knowing your people is so important. There's mm-hmm. our third profound statement of, of the podcast, but knowing your people and how they receive messages, mm-hmm. even how they receive them in terms of the language that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, we could, again, do a whole podcast on how to, how to frame messaging. Um, how to frame messaging uh, in different uh, cultures, right? I mean, there's there's so many different considerations, but what it boils down to is if you don't have a proper communication system to get messages out to your remote employees, you're going to have problems. It leads to ambiguity, which is going to lead to confusion, which is going to lead to all sorts of issues. So yeah, that's definitely what I'd say. Yeah. So at the end of the day, kind of my final thoughts here is there's, there's a lot of positives, right? Mm-hmm. In, in working from home, but it it doesn't work for everybody, right? Right. We've learned a lot about the future of work uh, when it comes to um, being accelerated. Uh, Julie, I know you and I are starting to already make predictions here in the coming days and coming months for for 22 and what we believe is going to happen based on you know some of the research that we're doing. Um, but we're going to touch a little bit more on that in the next episode, but we really need to 
take a look at some more of this, <clears throat> excuse me, mental health aspects when it comes from working from home. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, the mental health aspect is something that we are going to focus on. So um, we will leave it here today regarding remote work. We know that you've heard a lot about remote work from from various outlets, but hopefully we've given you some things to uh, to think about. So today we found our purpose by talking about and recognizing that remote work works. That's right. Um, Get ahead and- of it. Get yeah. ahead of your workplace plan right now. Yeah, yeah. And communication is everything and technology makes all the difference. That's right. So That's right. Well, cool. Uh, Jules, thank you so much. Hey, y'all, just to leave you with this, be sure to join us for other episodes that we drop bi-weekly. The next episode, we're going to explore mental health issues as we work from home. A few reminders before we leave. Uh, hey, make sure to like and subscribe and use the hashtag peoplepurposepod. All right, on social media, join the conversation as we have this on Twitter and LinkedIn. Also, be sure to check out the latest blogs and research from the Workforce Institute at UKG by visiting the workforceinstitute.org. Hey, Julie, I think that's it for episode two of the People Purpose Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing y'all next time. See y'all. Bye.